welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to activespirituality.life. We're here again week after week, Pamela Cuchinell and Susie Mazzoli. Week and week and week after week, for years and years now, we are here for you. And this is week 44 of 2023. Pam's going to let us know about the week starting Monday the 30th of October as we wrap over now into November and I will be back with our meditation. We're still processing the eclipse that happened this weekend, the second in a series of the autumn eclipses. And at this very dynamic time, what we're being asked to do, especially in this waning moon cycle that we're now in, is to continue to understand the very strong, volatile, powerful uh, underpinnings that operate in our daily life. Uh, when we come into conversation with people, decisions we make, where we put our money, where we invest our time, our love, so much of this, what we want to move forward with doing is to continue to honor the sense of real transformation so that if, for instance, we want to promote love and harmony and more peaceful interplay in the world and in our world, that's something we need to own and wrestle with the dragons in our mind. Oftentimes what happens is we're always pushing out on the other the sense of the bad, the blame, the evil, and this is very easy to do because there are examples everywhere of bad players, awful people, <laughs> terrible decisions, strife, violence. Yet it's so important to recognize within ourselves when we erupt, when we feel anger, when we feel disengaged, when we want to point the finger at someone else and dehumanize that person or situation, which again, easy to do, but the challenge is to always understand how within our very selves there are aspects of humanness that are hard to reconcile and what's important is to know they're there 
quiet them, calm them, understand them, and come to terms with them. So this is something we may be waking up with on this particular day, on Monday, as the moon goes forward, of course, 7.36 a.m., and we'll enter the sign of Gemini a few hours later on at 11.08 a.m., the times they give her Eastern time. So it's just a slight adjustment to understand when this is unfolding wherever you are on the planet. But the thing to understand is when the moon is void, of course, for those few hours in the morning, we are in a place where we're we're much better directed on following through with things, finishing things up, not necessarily starting anything new, especially since we're in the waning moon cycle after those dynamic eclipses. So perhaps what is it that we understood is our personal call to action at this time, because the thing about the eclipse that happened in earlier in October with the new moon cycle is it was very much bringing up what is it you're passionate about when you feel something needs to be declared or said. And that can bring strife as well. Uh, what happened with the full moon over the weekend was ideally a sense of how do I integrate that? How do I operate from a place of love and harmony in spite of what may feel very disparate, very uh, forceful, perhaps even angry or ferocious. And how do I come to terms with wielding that energy, that mandate in a way that is not destructive but constructive? How can I transform what feels like the base impulse and make it something that is dynamic and can actually move and open up to new potentials. So when the moon is in Gemini, the next, well, certainly afternoon, evening of the 30th into the 31st, Samhain, Halloween, is a, a period when I think the thing, the communication that is best observed is that which is least able to articulate. So what I mean by that is you want to be looking under the surface of things. We conclude that you totally understand something because there's, there's information that hasn't come through yet. And <clears throat> sometimes what's more valuable than just gathering information is sitting with it and letting some time allow you to sift through what are the glimmers, what are the, the pieces that are really valuable here, and what else is just noise. So the uh, afternoon, evening of Monday and into um, the 31st, these are good times to not jump into anything, but wait and see what happens. Listen deeply. I always 
stress that this time of year anyway, the end of October into November. It's a, it's a hallowed time in a lot of societies, especially uh, ancient societies, pagan societies, indigenous peoples, the sense of there's a thinning between the planes of existence. And so we can, if we listen deeply, we can gain insight in ways that are not obvious. So enjoy this, this sacred time, really. As we move into Wednesday the 1st, it is a morning that may bring in messages from ancestors through dreams, and if we go into the dreamscape, Halloween evening, Samhain evening, kind of inviting in the messages from the dreamscape, we can receive. We may not understand exactly what those mean right then and there, but there can be a sense of connection that's very deep. And if you follow that sense of connection throughout the, the coming days, clarity can come in as to what, what those messages really mean. It's, it's as though, I mean, if you've ever done dream analysis, certainly, or tried to figure out a puzzle, or, or you're reading a very good mystery or something that is engaging you to come to a conclusion. You get these, these tidbits, these, these moments, these, of course, in the sense of a novel, or it, you're being set up to see what the foreshadowing is. In the case of a dream analysis, for instance, or actual circumstances in your life, the serendipity of the moment, you may not really understand all those symbolic connections. The deeper we go into understanding our personal symbolism, of course, the more obvious and apparent it becomes. And this is, these are great days to delve into that without expecting concrete information at this point in time, because there's a lot of Mm, what's the word I'm on? We're expecting, we're inviting in, but things are not totally formed. And here's what happens, which is why I talk about a lot about meditation and focusing your thoughts on the things you want to have happen, what your intentions are, is when I see these periods that are in coit, and that, you know, that'll come with a picture that's very strong with the planet Neptune may resonate with you and then others you just don't get it because we all have our visual symbolic language based on our environmental experience and yes subliminal what we came in with before but it is very informed by our actual personal story. And so it's, it's very valuable to understand, oh, 
this is what a feather means in traditional symbolism, depending on culture. But for me, a feather may mean something quite different or deeper because of my personal experience, the, the bird I had as a kid, or the bird that crashed into the picture window when I was small, or, I mean, the stories can go on and on. So Wednesday, the moon goes for it, of course, 8.36 a.m., and it enters the sign of cancer at 5.30 p.m., so that's almost a whole work day where the moon is void, of course, in the sign of Gemini. So I think the thing that is of most value on Wednesday is to put things in place. If you're getting a lot of emails, if you want to purge your email cache, which we don't do often enough, of course, where all of us are guilty of this, well, maybe not all of us, but many of us are guilty of this tremendous cyber storage, which takes a toll environmentally. We don't think about it, but it does. We might notice if we get a little reminder, oh, the amount of your storage is going to go up a, a few cents or dollars this month, but that's all energy. So great day to purge that stuff consciously you know don't throw out something you need but when the moon enters cancer at 5 30 p.m this is a tremendous evening for making sure you have the right partnerships so that doesn't mean that everyone who's your friend or partner or spouse in your life is going through this um this registry of, okay, you know, did they do this? Or are they showing up for that? But it is a time when we want to deepen and cement into conversations, especially things that have to do with what it is we're trying to make happen over the next couple of weeks, couple of months, year, years. And it can give us an awareness of, okay, this is where that partnership or this person is limited. But I love them. I want them in my life, or I enjoy our creative moments together, or we have fun, or we work well together. But here's where their limitations are. On the other hand, you can really understand all the positives and strengths with some of the other people. And that includes yourself here. It includes looking at uh, yourself and coming to terms with, this is where I fall short. This is where I can't really make it happen when I would like it to. Because when we understand our personal limitations and what we're really unable to do, which is different than being unwilling to do it or not being able to have the time or focus to do it. But if there are things we're really unable to do for whatever reason, it's a tremendous relief to just shelve those things. Take them off our desk. Just say, this is not something I'm capable of. 
I have to say no to that volunteer position. I have to hire someone to clean out the yard. I have to, whatever it is, just a, a real reckoning understanding of what your limits are. It will feel like such a relief to just accept and move on from that and put your energy to the things that you can do and you are good at. So Thursday, the second moon in Cancer, it books through the sign. It uh, This is a challenging day in this way. And as I look ahead on Friday the 3rd, this holds for that as well. So the challenges on these days are in the first place, with the Sun-Jupiter picture in the sky, you may be presented with a lot of options and opportunities, like things that are coming in. And what's really of importance here is to remember what I said about yesterday, is to keep in mind what you can really do. And what feels like it's not like a Herculean effort, but something that you can make happen in a way that is able, functional, and you, you feel like you've achieved it. And so that's really important with these things that may come through. Wow, that might be a fabulous opportunity, but you have to give up too much or you're not able to show up and you're going to let somebody down, maybe even yourself, because we, we really do best when we know what our limitations are and we go for things that are really with uh, where our passion is, where our focus is. Otherwise, we're too scattered and it can be a great opportunity, but if you're not able to physically be in the car when you're supposed to go to that place, it's an opportunity that needs to go to someone else. Or that can happen at another point in time, but not now. On the other hand, there are things that you are going to want to grab with both hands. And that's the other reason why that filtering has to happen because you, you may want the whole enchilada, <laughs> but you're not going to be able to digest it. So, and that's an important thing to remember when the moon is in Cancer over these couple of days too. We do ourselves a service when we eat the foods, get the rest, the things we need to be productive over these days. Because if we don't, we, we don't have the energy to follow through and get where we need to go. So it's a real couple of days of understanding how to maximize your power and not succumb or, um, or allow yourself to be seduced into what somebody else says or thinks you can do because you're going to disappoint most importantly yourself and whomever else is expecting you to have that reserve that 
may not be there. At 11.28 p.m., the moon goes void, of course, on Friday the 3rd, and it enters Leo at 3.21 a.m. on Saturday the 4th, and this is a data note as well because Saturn goes direct. It goes direct in the wee hours of Saturday the 4th, and when Saturn goes direct, things start to happen. So not necessarily on that day, depending on where it falls in your horoscope, but for instance, if you've been waiting for some sort of deal to come through or um, looking at a piece of property that you've been trying to pull together or waiting for a job offer or some sort of advancement or steer into another thing opening up, this is when it starts to happen. Because all the delays that were about, huh, do we have what we need to in place? Is everything, everything in order to make this stuff happen? All that has is starting to free up and move, and you are able to move in the directions that you wanted to move in. Now, that being said, this is still a tough week. Overall, this has been a, a tough week with, as I said earlier, meeting, you know, what you can do in a responsibility way, coming to terms with certain things, knowing your limitations. And Saturday and Sunday really are the difference between them is things may not feel as hard. There's more fun available this weekend, which is nice. It's the Leo moon wants to see art, culture, play, uh, do things that are a bit more spontaneous. The thing that's really important, though, the, the responsibility to uphold over this weekend is clear lines of communication. Make sure people know where you are when you say you're going to be there. Uh, look clearly at directions. Don't assume that the GPS is going to take you where you want to go. And it, it's the overall value and tone of this week is to take responsibility for outcomes. And that means it's not like you can't rely on other people, but remind them, check in with them, assume nothing, and you should have a good week. And now I turn it over to Susie. Thank you so much, Pam. So this week, dear friends, let's talk again about responsibility. I invite you to take a few breaths and just become nicely centered in your being. Prepared, ready, nice and quietly centering in. And as you take a few deeper breaths, feeling the 
energy of yourself. In fact, we don't know really anything else because this is where we are. This is the mind, the body, the time, the location that we inhabit. We see the whole world through this, this vehicle. The body that we're born into, the mind that we basically inherit from all of our other lifetimes. And then in this lifetime, all the experiences that we have had, which lead us to this very moment and in this very moment to all of the views, all of the understandings, all of the assumptions and everything that we know comes through the lens of this being. We interpret the world, we analyze the world, we see the world, we hear the world, we feel the world through this one body. And that's why it is so different for everybody how we experience the world because we are also very, very different. We have to really meditate on this to really understand what we are, on who we are, and how we actually landed in this very moment, in this very place. It is the result of everything that's come before it. It's like learning a language, and after several weeks of learning that language, you have maybe a hundred words in your brain. In this lifetime, you have thousands and thousands and millions of words and experiences and colors and movies and everything all in your mind, your mind, your energy field, which captures and holds on to everything. You're not just a sieve or a colander where things just fall through you and are never seen again you capture everything or capture mostly everything and you retain most of that information what happened to you when you were five when you were 12 when you were 22 when you were 82 we capture and hold all this information and we are the receptacle we are the result of all of these experiences from our past we are the result of all the experiences from all of our pasts from all of our past lives from all of the things that we have done before that we have been before, that we have experienced before. And like a very elaborate and comprehensive equation, we land in this place. We land in this location where we are right now, being who we are right now. This is who we are now. 
the result of everything that has come before. And everything that is coming in front of us is happening to us because of everything that we have done in the past. This is very difficult for us to understand if we're not coming from any kind of understanding of past lives or or these types of uh, mathematical equations that land us in this place. But on a very simple linear timeline, we are what we have been and we are going in the direction of what we have been doing. It is very, very important for us to understand this so that we can take full and complete responsibility for ourselves, for ourself, for this one being, understanding that things are happening to us because of what we are doing. They might seem random, they might seem coming out of nowhere or out of left field, they might seem incredibly joyous or incredibly tragic, but all of these things are coming to us in this life, in this human life, because of us, because of our individual self and our individual action. And for this reason, it is very important that every seed we plant tomorrow, every seed we plant in the next second, be a seed of taking full responsibility and of planting seeds of loving kindness in every direction, in the directions that we don't want to go in, in the directions that might even seem painful, in the directions that don't even seem fair. We are planting seeds all the time of loving kindness planting seeds that will bring about and cause happiness, that will cause freedom, that will bring about loving kindness for others. Not thinking about what it brings back to us, not thinking in any way selfishly, not being attached, not being in any way attached to the outcome. Visualize yourself now literally planting seeds in all directions around you, seeds that are of loving kindness, that will bring loving kindness into the world, 
for all sentient beings, for all beings in every place of every understanding. And let us continue to find this place of neutrality, of non-reaction, of peace, and of true, true responsibility. Gently taking a few deeper breaths. And as you're ready, gently opening your eyes. Thank you so much for being with us. Wishing you a very peaceful week. Lots of love, Pam. See you all next week. Thanks, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.